Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Ago. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. The Daily Devotional is here. We got you. Listen, if you, it's okay right now. If you're unhappy or upset or just feeling unwell and unsettled, I get it. It's okay to not be okay. This year has been bananas. And, you know, it's just sort of like a reckoning. You know, and then on top of that, you got a hurricane coming in and blasting what has already been a tough year. Um, and now hurricane season looks like it's about to deliver. I mean, basically, this is what I I believe what was in um, An Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore. I believe the diseases were part of climate change. Uh, viruses getting more aggressive. Hurricanes being more aggressive. So you know, it's biblical out here and it's okay if you're not okay. I'm just telling you right now, I can't read any more Facebook posts or watch any more videos or, you know, and thank you Facebook for putting up some black, uh, emojis. I don't know what, what would you call those? Uh, the little screens you use to post your messages, the backgrounds, you know? Yeah. Thanks. But you still have created a super divisive environment. Um, that your little screenshots aren't going to help. You could really help, but you don't want to because what they do is they create silos. And so you all, it's just groupthink. So you get into this whole notion that everybody thinks like you. And first of all, that's dangerous anyway, because I don't want to see all these videos and I don't want to see all these posts. I, I'm, I get that people are distressed and sad and mad. I get all of that. But I have my own life, too, that also is full of stressors and things that are frustrating. You know, it's not like your life stops spinning because there's a pandemic. You still have to do the same shit you were going to do uh, and handle the same stuff you were going to handle. You know, people have still died. People are still sick. People are still uh, needing care. People are still trying to hustle up some cash. You know, the, the life hasn't changed. The pandemic is out here, but we're out here trying to survive during a pandemic and I don't know. I just feel like the, at least the people in my timeline just only want to talk about police brutality, police killing innocent people, or I don't even know if we can say innocent, unarmed people. Uh, because at the end of the day, you still have to be honest about the fact that the police were called. Someone felt like they needed to call the police. And I think the best way to stop these things from happening is to figure out um, why you, we all know there's a double standard. The double standard appears everywhere racially, because this is something that men are mostly affected by black men. This is getting all of their attention. Um, I just wish, and I'm not conflating and I'm not saying it's not as bad. I just wish we could address it all. You know, I wish, I wish some of the murders that I've seen in in St. Louis this summer would make LeBron James' list of concerns. You know, if LeBron James doesn't tweet about it, it's just not a big deal to anybody else. You know what I mean? I wish LeBron's got a daughter, and she probably won't have to worry about it, but it would be great if LeBron cared about equal pay. That would be awesome. And I'm not mad at anybody. I I get it. We need to change. We need to be better. We need to do better. I just don't need to see every example of bad behavior on Facebook 
or Twitter or whatever. I mean, it's out there if you want to see it. Great. I just don't believe you should inundate yourself in it. And I'll be honest, I spent a good chunk of my life being angry and resentful and hostile and mad. And I thought that was activism. I thought that was, um, you know, awareness. And that was before people called it woke, whatever. I, you know, I thought that that kind of hypervigilance to all the injustices in the world uh, was what was needed. But it really did nothing but drive my blood pressure up. And once you, you know, are sitting in a hospital with tubes and wires and monitors and, you know, a machine checking your blood pressure every 15 minutes because it's so fucking high, you know, you just learn. I have learned to not let anything get me there. So I feel like the universe, not even the universe, I feel like people are out here trying to be angry and they want to be mad and they want to be justified in their anger, but that's not a solution. And I'm not going to fight with you. I was in a group that I just left the group because, you know, uh, it was one of those conversations. So I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to put it out here. And it's like, okay, you don't want peace and you don't want a peaceful solution. You want to be mad about your experience and you want to be justified in that. Cool. Then this is not the group for me. And, you know, I'm good. Good luck. You know, I don't get solutions by uh, just staying mad about the problems. That's not a solution. And I think people feel like if they just keep holding on to their anger and they just stay mad enough, you know, because they don't want to sleep, they don't want to forget and, and, and they don't, you know, but just because you're not mad about it 24 seven doesn't mean you think it went away. We know shit's not equal out here. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to look around and see that. It's not equal for women. It's not equal for people of color. It's not equal. It's not equal for poor people. You know, it, there's a lot of inequality and there's a lot of things that shouldn't be, but they are and they need to be addressed. But you don't got to stay mad about it all day. God, I don't even know how some of y'all are making it through the day. You've got to be depressed. You know, looking at this shit nonstop, you got to be depressed. And if you can't stop looking at it, that means you're you're addicted to it. Something you can't stop doing is an addiction. And I feel like a lot of people are just addicted to their resentment. They want to be right. And they don't necessarily want a solution. You know, yeah, some of these police officers aren't great. If you want to know... Go, go talk to your local prosecutors. They know which departments aren't good. They know which officers aren't great. They, they know what's going on. If you want to stabilize your community, talk to people who actually work within the community and stop having these big, giant, broad conversations like crime only looks one way. It doesn't look one way. It looks a lot of ways. And listen, I believe there's still good people on the planet. But the, the not good people are some of the worst you've ever seen. And that goes across all races. And it's mostly men. But there are some horrible women out there, too. But most of the crimes that are just brutal and gross have been committed by men. And I don't know, men of all colors. I've seen gross, terrible crimes from men of all colors. You know what I mean? So like this whole notion that everything has to look one way and we all have to agree on on one way to fix it is ludicrous. You know what I mean? Like we need to have broader, more expanded conversations and more knowledgeable people just because you're mad. That don't make you an expert. You know what I mean? 
Like, everybody's mad about something, you know. But that doesn't mean you're the person we need to turn to and listen to you for solutions. Because y'all don't know what, you don't really know. You can't fix something you don't understand. I'm not about to walk into some surgeon's (laughs) office or some surgery and be like, hey, I've seen a couple YouTube videos. Let me try to get at this dude's knee and replace it. You know what I mean? Like, yo, just because you mad or you watch some videos or you feel fired up or you think you know, that doesn't mean you know. And I feel like that's where the generational gap is showing in all of this. Everybody's so fired up and, and upset, yet they have absolutely no idea how to fix it. And they won't ask anybody who knows because they think that person won't agree with them. And so we're, we keep going through this circular logic like, well, you have to agree with me so you can uh, work with me. And that happens on all sides of any issue. It happens whether you are falling on the side that's the healthiest or falling on the side that's the unhealthiest. You just will not humor anybody else's opinion because they don't agree with you. So they must be dead ass wrong. And until we get past that, America is just going to be one big circling of the drain because this is just an experiment. It's an experiment in liberty. It's an experiment in democracy. And Russia is loving that we're falling apart at the hinges. They love it. They feed people propaganda all on Facebook all day. It has been proven they hijacked the election. And people see the proof or hear the proof and they are able because they want to be right. They're able to just deny that it completely happened. It's unbelievable to me. The indoctrination has been complete and thorough. And I don't know if it's been made clear. I think Facebook is a big part of that problem. I'm not sure that dude isn't just taking checks and not caring. I mean, I'm not going to go so far as to say he's colluding with them, but he might be. I don't know. I I have no idea. My guess is no. But when you just take checks and you don't really care where they come from, this is what happens. And that's that is the biggest uh I guess, I don't know what you would call it. Like that's the biggest scam on your, on your freedom out there because you think it's free. You log on and I get to see my friends and I get to keep in touch with family and I can put pictures of my baby up and, and I get to say happy birthday, all of that for free, except Zuckerberg is selling everything (laughs) about you to whoever's willing to buy it. And I know this because I buy ads on Facebook. At least I used to. I just can't give them any money anymore. You know, you've you've sold out your freedom. So, yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting time. And I don't know what the solution is, but I know the solution is not staring at this shit nonstop and being mad all day. It's just going to lead you to the hospital. It's just going to make you sick because it's not a solution. You know, you've got to figure out what the solutions are. And not just for police-involved shooting, officer-involved shootings. Those are horrible and egregious. And yeah, you can find hundreds of years of of examples of of people in uh, police power using it against people of color in a completely inappropriate and fatal way. That's not a secret. Not a secret. But also... We need to figure out, too, 
how to solve these other crimes too, where it both people are, are of the same race and probably could look like each other. We have, we have crimes here where people are related to each other and just blowing each other, shooting each other to death with guns. The dude from Sweetie Pie, the show Sweetie Pies, Welcome to Sweetie Pies, something like that. It was on Oprah show, Oprah's Network, and I watched it because it was set in St. Louis, and I was like, oh, this is nice. One of the stars of the show, he killed his nephew, who was on the show too. And it's like, wait, what? Yo. And no one's going to march about it. And it's not going to, it made more headlines than it would have had they not been on Oprah's network. But those kind of crimes are happening on a routine basis. And that doesn't seem to bother people at all. I think for me, all of the violence has started to get to me. And I have a friend who had a friend who got murdered senselessly, just out to dinner, got shot by a, a dude that seemed to be, I don't know what his issue was, but he just got up from his table and went to his car, came back with a gun and killed three women in the restaurant. And he was out to dinner with his girlfriend and, and child and another couple, I think. I mean, seriously, I don't uh, I don't understand that. But, you know, it was upsetting. And I told her, I said, no one's going to march for your friend. She was a wife and, and mother a business owner, model citizen, and she died just going to have some drinks with a friend. And no one's going to march for that. And I think that's tragic too. I think it's tragic that we only get fired up about this issue because this is the issue that only matters to people. But all of the gun violence is terrifying and horrible, and we need to put an end to that. And I, I, I know it's not as sexy or racy or fiery as officer-involved shootings, but we're still dying nonetheless, and it's terrifying. I mean, it's really scary. And if you were to ever really know some of the details, you'd really be horrified, you know? So it's all right if you're not all right. It's all right if the pandemic, if the violence, if if just the frustrations of 2020 have have mounted and you're not good. Get some help. Take some time. Meditate. I believe in it. And I mean really meditate. Be still. Try to control your thoughts. Stop thinking. If you can do that for 30 seconds, try it then for a minute, then do two minutes. Five minutes of that will really, really help you ease your mind. But I got news for you. Some of you don't want your minds eased. Some of you like being this angry and frustrated. I'm just going to pray for you because you will have a heart attack or a stroke, especially in a year like this. If you can stay inflamed all year during something like this, you're definitely headed for some health problems. I'll talk you through those too, but I'm trying to keep you from going to the hospital. Take care of yourself unplug turn your phone off all weekend if you're not taking care of a sick parent or a sick kid there's no reason why you have to stay plugged in 24 hours a day every day turn your phone off don't go on facebook don't read the news just watch a good program that you like watch something funny go to a movie theaters are back come on man get your life get your life that's what friday feels like to me have some fun I'm going to go help my nephew uh, with his show. He's got a show on uh, Twitch, uh, 
it's Puna-Press TV, I think. No, Puna-Press TV, uh, Twitch.com. Anyway, go to Twitch.com and search Puna Press. Subscribe, and you can check out my nephew's show tonight. Uh, and just have some fun, man. Don't forget to have fun. Because I'm going to tell you, man, this this the year like this will put you in an early grave. If you sit around staying mad about the macro and then have to worry about your own life, too, and say you don't got an easy life, and I don't know a lot of people who do. Yo, man, you will be on all kinds of medication. And some of it will be mental medication. So please take care of yourselves. Mental health is, is health as well. You know, that's important. And if you feel burned out, no no jokes. If you feel burned out, if you feel overwhelmed, get some help. Nobody will be mad at that. Nobody will be mad at that. In fact, when you tell people you're going to get some help, they'll probably ask the number, how can I sign up? This has been a tough year. But you're you're coming through with flying colors. I can see it. I feel it. September's going to be a good month. You know, I'm always happy in September. It's my birthday month. But still, it's going to be good. You know, we're finally we're I feel like we've seen some justice. We've seen some some uh, uncovering of some some dark things here, you know, but uh, that's what happens when you're trying to change things. Uh, But don't sacrifice your your mental health for it. You know, going to be all right. Happy Friday.